Now batting, episode number two, Cicely Williams with Intercap Lennon and Judy Ostrensich with EXP Realty. This is an all-star team that's going to show you how to hit a home run when it comes to buying a house, Mary. Oh, I love it. Judy, why is it important for buyers to have a team of professionals? Team part is important because you've all heard that the person who does everything, they really don't do everything well. So you need a lot of support. And personally, I like my lender support. I like my title support. And I also have my own team support helping buyers. So I can't do everything for them. I need the person to set up the transaction for me so I can support my clients at the best level. And I need my lenders to support my clients at the best level because there's no way I can tell them exactly what's happening mm -hmm. today with the mortgage rates, exactly what's happening with the special deals for financing for them specifically. And I need my title people because I need them to say, hey, what's happening with this house? Do you, is it all okay? <laughs> you, you know, Where are we looking? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. there's no way I would survive without them pulling everything on the back end. And you hit a few points there. So Cicely, what are some loan programs available to help buyers? Just to go off of what Judy just said, the importance of everyone's job is so incredible and it gives me the space to look at those unique loan programs or to really dig into a client's situation and see where we might help. And the thing that a lot of people are not taking advantage of today are actually grants available. And we always had grants float here and there. Typically, they're for some lower income folks, usually first time home buyers. But the thing that's really important about now versus other times with grants is that they they have so much demand because not as many people are buying homes. So there's all of this demand. There's a lot of cash sitting in these grants. And ultimately, it it's, could be as easy as just applying for them through the right lender with the right paperwork to get those grants. So we had a success story in our office just this last week where speaking of these grants, low income, first time home buyer, they were able to purchase a home and they got $13,500 towards closing costs. In specific, this grant that I'm talking about, it usually covers like 50% of your total closing costs and down payment. And so that can really help out people's situations, especially on their first home when numbers huge. Now they can buy that new furniture or they yeah. can have a bigger Added savings. That's something unique that a lot of people aren't talking about that more people should be closing on for sure. It's true. I don't think I've heard a lot about grants anymore. Yeah. It's kind of washed away, like you said. And that's that's a huge number for, for a buyer, sure. someone to use. When you're buying your house, you're already crunching numbers. You're already looking at every little penny and yes. where it needs to go. So to have that assistance, oh, I can't imagine that was just tremendous for I someone. I know. And anyone, right? Like, yeah. like, oh, that amount of cash would help so much. But yeah, like Judy said, when you're, when you have a team now, the lender can worry about the financing and the agent can worry about the home and matching those goals for, checking those goals for the buyer. And ultimately I've found that like when you have a good team, that's when the buyer's the happiest at the end too, when you're with people that you can trust. and well, Actually, it's changed quite a bit in the last quite year. Quite a bit. So, mm, so Judy, tell us, <laughs> how are buyers adjusting to this market and what's happening there? So what I'm seeing is we're so low on inventory and prices, you know, they've gone down, but we're still higher than last year. So yeah. it's been challenging for some buyers, but I see a lot of buyers being more educated and more interested because now they realize, okay, so... This, the interest rates are higher, but if I can get a good lender and I can get a two to one buy down, mm -hmm. 
from the seller and I can get things covered like seller concessions and things yeah. like that. It's Options. actually a better time to buy. So I'm actually having more interest from buyers right now because they're being more educated totally. and informed right now than they That's were. Great. And also it's great to know that you have the time to actually find a house you want. You're not going to spend five minutes in the house before you make your offer. <laughs> Rush by. <laughs> Which is, uh, I mean. Five years ago, if I didn't buy the house I bought, I had to buy right away. I had to put the offer in right then because it was like 10 others. Impulse and if I didn't buy. In, and then I buy it and then you find stuff you just didn't like. Yeah. But I was forced sure. to get in. Sure. And we, we have it where even in 2021, we were like rushing to get the appraisal done, yeah. ordering it same day as offer. And it was so crazy because now I have buyers that are like, no, let's wait for the inspection to come back and give it a couple of days to think on it. And I'm like, oh, what if breath of fresh air Refreshing, you have the yeah. time? Oh I my know. goodness. Yeah. It to stop and think and look and you know, put options in place, like Judy said. Yeah. It, that really is. I think buyers now are more educated and less rushed, which is a good thing. It's catching on more and more that the interest rate is a temporary thing, mm -hmm. which I think is also helping buyers right now. For people that have bought three or four homes, they know that you're going to be in it for a while and then you're going to refinance. That's a normal thing. But for people who are just starting out, they don't really realize that you're going to refinance your house within five years. Right. Anyway, regardless of where you started, you might need you know, cash right. outs are so popular three to five years. Right. Yeah. But I think the education has picked up on that. And so people are more comfortable with the idea that it's a temporary thing. The average home price right now versus last year, yeah. we're still higher. We're still now, up, huh? I bet you, if you talk to most consumers, they tell you they're thinking it's going down. They So in December, we had a slight price drop in December. Yeah. But if you think about it, where we've come up the last three years, our prices have come up and up and up. So right now, today, the average price is still higher than it was today last year. Do you I, think people are still looking at, oh, I'm waiting. I'm going to wait for that crash. Things I, are going to crash. I think, unfortunately, there are people out here out there that have always had that mindset. But if you buy a house today, you're buying it at a way better price than you would if you wait two or three years. Mm -hmm. I can guarantee you that's always been the case yeah. and it will forever be the case. Yeah. Like that you buy a house today, 10 years from now, it's going to be the best deal you ever made. Yeah, <laughs> totally. And, I mean, and that's not, I didn't make that up. I've heard that yeah. from so many people, but it's, it's the absolute truth. I think we just like read a report and kept it and it, it said the same thing. It was 5.4% nationwide year over year from this month to last year. And that's nationwide, not even just Salt Lake where everyone, we're on top 10 list of like best right. real estate. Oh, you know what I mean? And totally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Our days on market right now is mm -hmm. higher. Because it's the interest rates and right. everything. Mm -hmm, but our right. inventory is lower by a lot. Yeah. So we still definitely don't have enough out there. Yeah. And yeah. again, what is the reason for that? Why is the inventory lower now? You think the well, inventory is lower right now because sellers are thinking, okay, so there's not a whole lot of buyers right now. If prices went down, I don't need to sell my house. I'm sitting on a buttload of equity. Yeah. Why would I do that? And I don't want to pay for the two and buy down or the right. new appliances. Right. Why would that? I do that? But there are still enough people that have a reason to move, a need to move, a want to move that, you know, the market is still moving and there's enough buyers out there that are really educated and they're getting great deals right now. Because to be honest with you, buying a house today is way better than buying a house next year today. It, and 
Yeah. Just if you bought your house last year, even though you were competing in everything, it's still, you still did better than buying it today. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else you wish people knew about the market right now? About the market? I think it's more of a personal thing. I would never base your house buying on what the market is doing right now. I would base it on what you're doing right now. What Mm -hmm. are your needs? Your needs and your wants. What do you want? You know, what's best for you? I love that so much. Yeah. I think a lot of people too in this industry, like just push to sell, push to get their numbers up, push to do this, push to do that. And really it's not about that. It's like, how can we take care of you and like your actual goals versus worrying about what everybody else is doing? Worry about our own, like our own personal goals. It's more about the actual buyer. Yeah. Yeah. People are always going to be moving. You're going to transfer for jobs. You're going to need to upsize. You're going to, you know, want less room than you have. So there's always that people are always going to be moving. I think it's silly to base it on what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So true. See what's going (laughs) on. That's so true. I've never thought about it that way, Judy. (laughs) Would you jump off a bridge if they jumped off a bridge? Yeah. Go back to your mother's. It's it's old. (laughs) That fear of missing out is always a real thing. But if you stop and think about it, about it yeah. like you should always base what you're doing on your needs mm-hmm. yes. like and it's so true like even just going back to those grants and things it's like when you really look at it big picture it's okay the home price is a little less the interest rate's a little bit higher to and buy down covered right. you throw in a grant sweet there's another ten thousand towards like you're gaining so much actual cash value with if your goal is to buy a home right now that it's like why why would you wait there truly are so so many options out there for buyers. Yeah. I mean, you guys have mentioned multiple, the buy downs, the grants, everything. The opportunities are there and having the right people in place, a great real estate agent, a good loan officer that knows programs and options like grants. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's yeah. a good pot and to be in. You're so animated. Maybe they're not seeing you on this podcast. <laughs> you're really animated and I can tell that you love what you do. Why do you love being a loan officer? Oh, I just love it so much. You're right. I think there's no better feeling for me than getting, helping someone accomplish their financial goals. And because it's so logistics and it's so many numbers, right? And it's all needs to look good on paper, but there's nothing to beat when you're sitting at closing and like that, that feeling of like, accomplishment and especially when it's your first home or first investment there's just such a feeling of accomplishment and like pride there that you helped them get to and obviously all of us did as a team and so I think that yeah that totally keeps me going in this business and it just fuels my fire on top of that I just really enjoy being someone who's trustworthy and honest and easy to communicate with and I think that I tend to work with people that are the same way because it's, it seems to be like outliers in the business. You know what I mean? Not everybody has that same mentality in this business. And so finding people like that and just, it's just such a warm, homey feeling all around. Yeah. What makes Judy such a great agent to work with? Oh, let me tell you about Judy. (laughs) (laughs) No, Judy says, Judy, like the thing that's different about Judy is she like, does her research and you can just tell like the hustle is there and especially like the local community knowledge. I'm happy our paths cross because she just has like such a community focus and is always supporting local and always trying to help other people out. So on top of just being like a good person, her knowledge in the industry is just, it's a plethora. It's huge. What does that word mean? 
<laughs> it's just a weird one. Plethora. I love it I because a plethora, it just, it sounds like it has a lot yeah. to it. And, and when you have like a plethora of knowledge, uh-huh. the depth of it, that's why I love it. it it's a bold word that just sounds you put it to someone and yeah it just shows you their experience and what they have to offer (laughs) Judy what do you love about being a real estate agent oh well I'm a people helper so I've always enjoyed helping people with one way or another like I see a need and I want to help them but I do love helping people in an impactful way and owning real estate majorly impacts your net worth, which is important. Right. And it's not something to be taken lightly. The average renter's net worth is literally hundreds of thousands of dollars less than people who own homes. And so knowing that I'm putting people in a better position and not only themselves, it's like it can be generational just from owning a property. It's pretty impactful. Yeah. Yeah. It can change the whole history of a family tree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because there's been, because someone helps someone get into a home and then the rest of the family looks and says, wow, this can be done. We can do this. Yeah. We can all do it. We can all be part of the American dream. I love that generational. What's funny, a lot of people don't touch on that. And I think that's super important. I think it's a great beginning that someone can help parents that can help really their kids advance for their future. Right. Like you said, you can pay for college education with your equity. Yeah. So it's it impacts a lot of things. Yeah. You can fund your retirement off of part of your equity on owning a home. Older people, when they downsize, a lot of expense of assisted living and everything comes from the equity that they had in their property. Right. So becoming a homeowner sooner rather than late, it's just like investing in your 401k. The sooner you do it, the better off you are later on in life. And with property and real estate, it really is generational. Most people have equity that gets passed down to their family. To their family. Now, uh, we talked a little bit, Cicely, about some different kinds of loan programs. What programs are out there that you think people don't know about? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say the cool thing about loan programs in general is that they're, depending on what type of buyer you are, a lot of times I talk to buyers and they're, it's just FHA or it's just conventional, right? Which are two big investors in mortgages, right? But ultimately there's probably 50 different loan options per buyer. So just some unique ones off the top of my head. There is a couple really great ones for investors that I've loved to do over the years. One is a 10% down investment property. So normally you need 20% down, which there you go, 10% more to work on the home or save in your pocket. Yeah, 10 to 20. Uh, Another cool investor one is called a homestyle loan. And there's a couple different types of these loans, but ultimately it's a renovation loan where you can finance the actual renovation costs. So if you find a fixer-upper, don't worry, you don't need to have all that cash in your pocket. We can finance it type of thing. Tons for first-time home buyers. We've all heard about the 0% down payment, 3% down payment. Cool ones for physicians, cool ones for law enforcement. No matter who you are, there's a cool loan program or a niche loan program out there for you. But it's about having a lender that not only knows about them, but also has access to them. And don't you think, this is just my opinion, but, and maybe Judy, you can answer this question. Even though people, when they go to buy a house, they know they need to get the loan first. They always seem to go to a real estate agent first before they go into the loan officer. (laughs) So with that in mind, I'm assuming it's nice to have somebody like Cicely in your pocket. 
It anyway. is nice. And this is the thing why I think if even if you do start with an agent first, it's way better to start with a experienced agent who is going to direct you to the right path right mm -hmm. away rather than start your shopping experience online without representation. Because yeah. then you fall in love with a property and more than likely, even in today's market, it's more challenging for you to actually successfully purchase that at a great price without mm -hmm. having the relationship right started first. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's so important about having a good team. You know, you have a realtor and you can start looking at homes. And just like you said, if you don't have a seasoned correct agent, you can be looking at homes that you'll fall in love with and you don't have the options to get there. It so, might not be in your price range. Yeah. You might not be able to afford the monthly payment, all kinds of things. And then I things. think vice versa. If you don't have a great loan officer that has options and programs for you and doesn't know that you have those that you can fit into, it's just, it's huge. It's mm -hmm. huge to have the right pieces in place for everything to work. And it's crazy too, like, looking at it from the outside, looking in like how many puzzle pieces that is, how many experts right. it takes to get somebody into their first home or like second, right. third, fourth, fifth home. You know what I mean? It's really does take, there's so much value in every position or profession right. in this industry. And it's, yeah, it's just so apparent. It's crazy. But that's what's so great about having a good team. You have someone, I'm sure Judy doesn't blink. She knows when she places a customer in your hands, she doesn't worry about your part of the process. She knows you're going to handle it. You know what to talk to them. You know the numbers. You know what program to put them in. That's what's great. That's what's so important to have, especially in our industry. You put someone in place, you don't have to, you're not supposed to worry about the yeah. title. You're not supposed to worry about stress inspection stuff. Stress that they're stuff. looking at homes. Exactly. Stress that they're, yeah, sure, Everyone handles sure. their piece of the puzzle so perfectly and work so smoothly together that is our ultimate goal in our profession. That's what makes us happy. You mentioned it, Cicely, getting to the closing table and having everybody there and everybody happy. Uh, that's me too. Mm -hmm. That brings me the biggest joy to know I was this much, just a teeny little piece of that yeah. puzzle that brought them the joy of their life, their biggest purchase. Nothing better than that. Oh, I agree. Tell me a, a personal experience that you've had. I don't care which one of you goes first about how you were able to secure a house for somebody's home. That means something. Oh, they all mean. I know. Pick a favorite. You can even talk about a difficult oh. situation yeah. or something you accomplished or someone that stuck out in your memory. You know, I like helping single women mm -hmm. buy their first property on their own. Um, what I like about it is it sets them up for success in so many different ways. You know, single women, never been married. They're yeah. finished with college. Yeah. They start their professional career. They purchase a property. And so that sets them up financially independently. Oh, yeah. And as a individual, even when you get into a relationship later on, when you bring that into the relationship, you're just that much stronger to yeah. get into their first home by themselves. Like that is such an accomplishment. You, you know? hit my heartstrings. I purchased my first home by myself prior to meeting my husband. So I know that feeling. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You just brought back all my sweet little memories because I did it all on my own. Here's the most amazing part to that. When you do that and then you actually get married and you purchase a property as a couple, you rent out your property that you owned on your own. Now somebody else is paying that mortgage for you. You're probably cash flowing just a little bit and it just makes your life all that much easier. And right. then you have that, you're, you've got built-in retirement yeah. as well. And when you grow up and you have kids, <laughs> 
And you're looking at, at like, where's my kid going to live? When yes. they're in college? Oh, yeah. yeah. I got this place that's paid for. You don't yeah. have to come you with know? me. I have this place. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, can, I can push them off into this property. They can live there until they can buy their own house. Like, it just, that's it's wonderful. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. When you ask that question, I, it's funny because the first person I thought of was the same thing. Just a woman that was a couple of years into her professional career, just start to make good money and same thing. But there's another one that sticks out to me. It's an old college classmate of mine and he found a home in the avenues. It was like a had a basement, separate entrance, all of that, and just kind of found it off market and fell in love with it and just was like, Cicely, what can we do? Here's what it looks like. And it was one hell of a loan to pull off, but we pulled it off. And now I just, I mean, I was on the phone with him last week, actually. And he's like, you know what? I, I was like, oh, how's that going? Because he's he was going to rent the basement, right? Yeah. And he's all good. I'm like, oh, are you, are you still airbnb it? Or did you put a long-term tenant in there? He's like, you know what, sis? He's I've got someone from January to April in there on it through Airbnb and they're paying 2,300 a month for the basement right now. And he's like, I get to live on the top. I'm paying less than a grand in my mortgage Mortgage. and I own this thing and I'm so happy. And it's just, it's super like heartwarming too, just because it was like, it was a hard deal to put together and pull off for this client, but it was recognized like that work and that the difficulties, the things that we got through together. And so it's so satisfying to see his net worth going up and him having multiple streams of income and just having success in homeownership here in Salt Lake city. Like it's so satisfying for me to see. And it's been almost a year now. It's been a year of success and equity gained as well. And so life's good. Yeah. Every person that I've helped buy a home is been maybe a little bit of a stretch to get in the very first few months. It's a little bit rough. Sometimes even the first year, like Mm -hmm. you're stretching yourself and you're pushing yourself, but then you get a raise next year and things happen and then you get a better interest rate, you refinance. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden your life is easy and good right? and and better. I told my partner this too. In the beginning, like things are hard, like change is hard and additional payment is hard, but like how long does it take for you to get used to it and adjust your budget and your just lifestyle? Like if you want to make something happen, you can make it happen. I agree with you a hundred percent. You can see that initial struggle. You're like, oh my goodness. And you know, you're putting that mountain on, but it's just one step at a time, Mm -hmm. getting used to it, putting it in place. That just becomes a norm totally, and everything just takes its course. And just like you said, having that financial success after oh. and looking back, you're like, greatest thing I've ever done. I'm so happy. I and know. getting that feedback again, like you just did from your client a year later. Oh, oh my know. gosh. I know. Oh Seriously, my I'm gosh. like, I love my job. Yeah. <laughs> I love it every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard you guys are doing some great things for buyers and have a lot of information and buyer campaigns going on together. That's Tell right. me a little bit so more about on, that. Yes, ma'am. On YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, we have some some videos that we've made together that give buyers a great perspective on where to go, mm-hmm. how to start, and the basic things that they need to get started. Yeah. And we really wanted uh, an educational place uh, for buyers to go where they can learn about things without feeling like, again, they're reaching out to like the annoying people in our industry that are going to call them every week. So we, we, yeah, we're building out a landing page right now to hold all of those videos. But of course, follow us on social and we'll have more details on those soon. Yeah, the energy is electric. Amazing. (laughs) Thank you. The last question we have to ask, Scott. Right, Mary. So... Who would you nominate to be next up at bat here on Home Team Advantage? So Delia Baina 
and Sasha Murphy, they both work in the Davis County area. So they're a little far from here, but that's okay. They're here. They're still up to bat. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Next up, Mary. Next up. We got that's it. So a couple of rookies. Yeah, a couple of rookies. Can't wait.